Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome back to the Professional Teen Podcast. As you can see, or maybe not see if you're not watching, which, by the way, podcasts are uploaded in full to the YouTube now. Uh, it is just me today. Yeah, it's just me. So what that means can be a shorter episode, and it's maybe a little more boring. But it's just me today. Gris unfortunately had a midterm to write tonight, and he was like, "I gotta fucking study," and he's being a little bit of a bitch about it. So I said, "Okay, no worries there. Uh, I'll just do the podcast alone today." Uh, so you know, like I figured, you know, uh, being alone, I I kind of have free reign to talk about whatever, and you know, we don't get sidetracked here. Um, but do you guys remember way back, I think it was the third episode, we did a personal finance episode, I talked about investing and all that saving money and stuff. Um, well, that was part, that was supposed to be the first part of a series, and I didn't really follow through with that just because I got Gris on here, and it, we just started doing random shit. <laughs> and so um, I wanted to go back and, and do a part two to that personal finance thing, and hopefully I can keep doing these because I really actually like talking about personal finance, especially for young people like us. Uh, it, it's a very interesting topic, and it's something that I think everybody, including myself, could use some advice on. And, and maybe some, some for me, it's, it's a bit of processing my thinking and making sure that I live by the rules that I know other people should live by, right? And also just to share a little bit of wisdom, and I, again, I think it's an interesting topic that doesn't really get talked about enough, at least not in the way that we're going to talk about it, uh, in real terms. Again, if you go back to the first part, I think it's episode either three or four, way back, it, it or I could be completely wrong, I have no idea, but personal finance part one is basically what it's called. Um, when you, If you go back, I, I you know, we, we talk about how everybody, when they're young, wants to do all these investment investment things right they're making money moves and all that kind of shit or you know oh I'm, I'm investing into this investing into that you know stocks etfs bonds everybody's talking about that everybody's talking about real estate and i think the main reason that that happens is because we have so much access to social media and so much information that it's just like everybody feels like they know everything and that's just that you know that's we talked about that last episode so if you want to hear me talk about that um go find it it's it's on it's everywhere so just go go check that out um again i think it's episode four or five but i have no idea three four five you know what somewhere along the earlier aspect earlier parts of this show so uh, with that being said i just wanted to talk about personal finance in a more real way in a more in a more applicable way um for young people for people like us who don't have a lot of money sitting around and really the biggest money move you can make right now is learning how to manage it learning how to save it and learning how to multiply it and that's really it um well not even multiply but like learning how to change uh like change your or or accrue a lot of more money is what i'm trying to say get a lot more money uh, accumulate balance in your bank accounts um you know, and and on this topic, I guess there is there's a post I shared onto the TPT Instagram, and it basically said something along the lines of, "If your net worth is under 100k, the quickest way you can build it is not by investing, but by changing your lifestyle." And I genuinely believe that. I like that a lot, and I shared it on the TPT story. If you're not following us on Instagram, it's um, at the Professional Team. Uh, and you know, I completely agree with that, and that's basically what I talked about. It, it's it's when you're young and you don't have a lot of money. Investments aren't the answer. Lifestyle changes are. Saving money is. That's how you build your net worth, build your balance, build your worth as a young person. It's not by investing. It's not by you know um, making making moves in, in in the market. It's it's about changing your lifestyle so you can keep more of your paycheck. That is the key, especially when you're young. Um, but today's topic, we're kind of getting away from that. Uh, today's topic, we're talking about credit cards and just debt. Um, 
this is one of those things that everybody kind of has again everybody has their own opinions everybody has their sort of already preconceived um notion about these things right credit cards debt uh, and you know when you're 18 you get flooded with all this marketing from from your local banks and you get flooded with all this marketing get this credit card get this credit card get this credit card and everyone's trying to sell you a credit card get you know get your, your bank whenever you go on maybe you go on to open an account when you're 18 and you go on and the first thing you say is you want a credit card you want a credit card everybody's handing out what appears to be free money to you and i feel it's important for us at the, the professional team to address this and sort of give you some like let you know the caveats and the drawbacks and also the benefits of having a credit card um and for you to make your own decision there i'm not here to tell you whether or not you should or should not have a credit card that's ultimately up to you and it'd be stupid of me to sit here and assume that i know exactly what's best for you i don't right i don't really know any of you um so what i'm here to do is to inform is to educate and then you make your own decision so credit cards uh again once you turn 18 you're gonna get hit with all this garbage marketing all this marketing about get this credit card get this credit card blah 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 blah, blah, blah and, and you're just gonna get bombarded with it because that's how banks make a lot of their money is by credit card fees i think in 2017 banks made over like a hundred billion dollars in credit card interest fees alone and that's their main source of revenue that's like a lot of fucking money right there for banks so they want you as soon as you're legally able to they want you to have a credit card um before you make your decision, I think we should probably define what a credit card is, how it actually works and stuff like that. So what is a credit card? So a credit card is, it's not the card. And that sounds stupid, but people, you know, people associate that like credit or, or debt with the card. Like my card's right here. Oh, I should probably shouldn't show you guys that. Wow, I'm stupid. Um, like my card is in my wallet at all times, right? And uh, like, what is a credit card? It's, it's not the actual card. It, it's basically a credit card is an allowance of loanable funds that a bank has given you access to, right? That's what it is. Um, a bank or other credit card provider, that's what they give you access to. So the, the, the way that would work is it'd be like, all right, I have, um, it's your credit limit. I have $2,500 in credit limit or, or 1500 bucks or $3,000 or unlimited or whatever. So say, let's just take 2000. I got, I, you know, the bank says, I'll give you $2,000 in allowance in loanable funds. You can use it at any time at your your own discretion on whatever you want you just have to pay back to me and that's basically what credit is right you're given access to these funds through a numbered account uh and then you use that account to make purchases and then that number is printed on the card and that card gives you access to those loanable funds right that is your credit card uh so the point there is at the end of the day it's not the card that's important it's the access to the funds credit is the is, is the idea that you can access funds you can you're able to make a loan that is credit that's what credit cards is you you can buy things on credit meaning that you can buy things and pay later is basically what the credit card gives you the ability to do so here's the thing the bank isn't just sitting there like here's some free money you take it you pay me back whenever you like it's not the thing remember banks are businesses and they are in the business of making money so the bank doesn't just give you access to these funds without any ifs ands or buts right they give you access to the funds in the hopes that you're gonna play you're gonna pay interest okay and interest is just whatever is charged on whatever you borrowed so if you charge 10 percent interest you borrow 100 bucks then you have to pay back 100 bucks plus 10 percent interest so you'd pay back 110 dollars. if you didn't know that that's totally cool and you want me to do like basic basic financial concepts let me know send me a dm so the bank wants you to use this money and not be able to pay it back because then you pay interest right um when do you pay interest on your credit card balance when you miss a payment or make or make an insufficient payment 
Credit cards are notorious for having fucking ridiculous interest rates, upwards of 19 to 20% APR. Again, we're not going to delve too deep into APR, what that means. Um, but if you want me to, we'll do it on another episode. So 19, 20% APR, which is then compounded at a daily rate, not the APR, but an effective rate that is compounded daily. So interest rates on credit cards are ridiculous. Um, but interest isn't charged if you make your payments on time and in enough of an amount. So basically, this is how it goes. The bank says you're, you have access to this amount of money. Uh, you get the credit card. You have access to these funds. You can use them to buy whatever you want. And then you have to pay it off by this time in this amount. And if you don't, you get fucking skewered. Skewered? What the fuck is that? Skewered. You get skewered if you don't. You get fucked is basically what I'm trying to say. You, If you don't pay it off in time or in if you don't pay off enough, you're going to get fucked. And that's... A credit card okay bank says here's some money it's not yours but you can use it pay me later and if you don't we're gonna stick our boot up your ass basically is what they're trying to say okay all right so with that being said what's the deal with credit card debt now if you are at all sort of if you have any idea of finance at all You've probably heard like, oh, credit cards are awful. Credit card debt is bad. Credit card, you know, don't get a credit card, blah, blah, blah. Someone's probably telling you like, oh, credit cards are not good, especially when you're young, blah, blah, Look, credit cards in this day and age, they're basically synonymous with the word debt, okay? Everybody, most people actually, will try to dissuade you from getting a credit card and from getting into debt. I agree with avoid getting into debt. I don't agree with not getting, with not getting a credit card, Okay. Obviously, this advice comes with really good intentions. Like, you know, obviously, they don't want you to get into debt. But it, the reality is, is not only will you need a credit card at some point in your life, you're going to probably be in debt at some point in your life, right? In some form or another. What you have to understand is debt isn't necessarily the like the evil force and like the thing from hell that everybody thinks it is. It, it's not good. It's definitely not good. But if you can keep it under control and if you can leverage it, you can actually, like going into debt will allow you to um, leverage money that isn't yours to make your own money, right? Um, that How do you think most businesses are started? Like people take out business loans and they leverage debt. They leverage someone else's money to make, to not only repay the loan, but make them more money. That, that's like debt is actually useful. Being able, the ability to go into debt is useful, right? But, you know, that's a little bit, out of the scope right now we're talking about credit cards so there is a reason why so many people like especially young people uh are so caught up with credit card debt and are so scared of it and there's mainly there's two biggest reasons i can think of here and the first one is that credit card debt is the easiest to get into and also credit card debt is the hardest to get out of for me the worst kind of debt you can be in is credit card debt it just sucks it is bad credit card debt is infamous it's it's like the one that everybody's like don't get into credit card debt because it's going to take you forever to fucking pay it off i want to explain why a credit card company is never going to make you force you and hound after you to make your full payments they will hound after you to make payments but they're never going to be like pay the full amount don't pay the interest they're never going to do that okay and why would they it doesn't make any sense that goes against their business model if you don't pay the full amount that you need to pay they can charge you interest and they make a lot more money that way they can charge you massive amounts of interest over a long period of time and that's what they want right? It's brilliant, really, because you're, you're preying on the consumerism and the, like the, the, the consumerist culture and you're, and you're, you know, um, you're, 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 you're banking on the fact that people won't be able to pay back their loans. It, it's genius, right? And it's the easiest to get into because credit cards are unsecured. They're, un they're an unsecured loan, basically. And an unsecured loan, basically, there's no collateral. 
And I'll, you know, I'll explain what this means in a sec, but it, that's why there's, it's so easy to get into debt because there's no immediate consequence. Credit cards, they're not like mortgages or car payments. Mortgages are, 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 are using when you use debt to pay off like um, real estate, right? Mortgages, uh, car payments, right? When you, when you finance a car. They're not like that at all. Those are secured loans. Those have collateral, right? If you don't pay your car payment or you don't pay your mortgage, you default on those payments, the bank will, and you, you know, default enough times, the bank will come to you, take your car or take your house. There is an immediate consequence for not paying those things, right? But if you default, you don't pay a credit card payment, you can still use the credit card, right? And you know, chances are, if using if, if you know you can't pay off your credit card balance, it's you've already probably used the thing that you've bought, right? The whole idea is is you know pay now or sorry buy it now pay later, right? You've already probably bought like used it. You probably you know blew it on restaurants and you've probably ate eat the ate, ate the oh my god did I just have a stroke? And the only thing the company can do is is tack on the interest and hope you pay it off someday, right? It's an unsecured loan. You don't. There's no immediate consequence for not paying your credit card payment. Right, this just isn't. There, you're not going to lose anything, but you will get interest added on to your payments. So that's why they're the easiest to get into. Here's why they're the hardest to get out of, and this has to something to do with compound interest. And again, if you don't know what this is, I'll add it to the list. We'll define it one day. But compound interest basically means you get interest on your interest. Okay, so that can be really great if you're talking about investments, but if you're talking about debt, it can be really, really bad. Okay, so credit card debt is the hardest to get out of. Because not only are the interest rates high, again, upwards of 19, 20% APR, credit card interest is compounded daily. Not at 19 or 20%, but it's still compounded daily, okay? Which means that every single day your payment is late or insufficient, your payment grows bigger. Your credit card balance grows bigger, okay? And bigger and bigger and bigger every single day. And, and, and it's, and each time it grows, it'll grow a little bit more, right? Compound interest. So you have a hundred dollars. Okay. You have a hundred dollars on your credit card payment. You don't pay it. And it's 10% interest. You know, the first day, 10% interest, it's, it's $110. The second day it's 10% of $110. So then it's $121. Like, and it'll exponentially grow. That's compound interest. And that is how a lot of people get absolutely fucked on credit card debt because because of compound interest. It compounds daily and it keeps going until you pay it off, right? And sometimes you won't make a sufficient enough payments. You make the minimum payments. Your credit card, but you're going to be constantly shoveling money into it. But your 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 credit card balance is going is going to still grow and it's not going to go down. It's going to go up. In fact, a lot happens. That's not just with credit card debt. That's with all kinds of debt, right? So if you, yeah, so if you don't make sufficient payments, and a lot of the times, it's not because you're not willing to make it, it's because you can't, because you overspent, your credit card balance is going to grow. It's going to grow, it's going to grow until you can pay it off. And again, doesn't necessarily mean you will ever pay it off. If you only pay the minimum payment, you're never going to pay off your credit card. That's just, sorry, right? This is not going to happen, right? So how do you deal with this? Because, you know, it, it is it's not impossible to pay off credit card debt. It's very possible. But how do, you, how, how do you deal with this? So if you're currently, you have currently have credit card debt, first of all, go talk to a financial advisor. Do it. You're not going to lose anything. Go talk to a financial advisor um, and, and figure out what the fuck you're going to do. Debt consolidation, anything. Pay yourself first. You need to figure it out because you need to pay off that debt. Okay, because it sucks being in debt. Right? The only way to get out of it is make it your priority. Right? Shovel as much extra cash as you can into paying off that debt right? It'll, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take a very long time. Um, 
And it basically means that you're going to have to spend, you, you'll have zero money left over, right? Um, but that's the quickest, quickest way you can get rid of the amount that's getting compounded against you every single day. Um, and that just means not waiting for the payment cycle and just dumping cash in whenever you have it. Just put it in, get the balance down, get the balance down. That way, every time it compounds, it's not a big of, as big of a hit. Okay. It sucks. It's awful. And it's not fun. And you know, it, that's just how it's done though. You have to, you have to pay your dues. You have to pay what you owe. So if you owe a thousand dollars as much as it, you know, you want this other thing or as much as you want this other thing, you right. You, you need to, you know, you need your needs obviously, but then anything after that, you shovel it right into your credit card, get that balance down, just get it down. Right. That's the thing. You just got to shovel all your extra cash. You got to commit to it. That's the only way to get out of debt. Now, how do you, you know, if you're thinking about getting a credit card and you haven't gotten a credit card yet, there's a few things that you should definitely know. Okay. Six things. Actually, I have a list on your, on my, on my screen here. Excuse me. All right. So the first thing that you should know is you never want to pay the minimum balance. You never, ever, ever, ever want to pay the minimum balance. So whatever bank you're with right now, each billing cycle, you're going to have a few options. Yeah, so I'm like, you either have to pay the minimum balance, your statement balance, or your current balance, okay? Your minimum balance is going to be super low, and you're going to want to be tempted to pay it. Don't, okay? Your statement, you always want to pay at least the statement balance. And I'll explain what these are in a sec, but you never want to pay the minimum balance. It's going to be something like $10. It's going to be like, oh, I can only, I don't have to pay that much. Don't do it. It's a trap. Do not pay the minimum balance. It's bad. Do not do that. Pay your statement balance, okay? At least, all right? So here's the thing. What is the minimum balance? Your minimum balance is the amount you have to pay to keep your credit card active and so the bank doesn't get mad at you. That is all you have to pay. It's going to be something stupid low, okay? Your statement balance is how much your credit card balance was on the day that the statement was printed. This is the amount that you have to pay to make sure that you don't get interest charged to you, okay? So you always have to pay at least your statement balance and your current balance is whatever your current balance is at the time you're paying it, right? Uh, sometimes your statement balance and your current balance can be the same thing. Um, a lot of times though, your current balance is higher than your statement balance because you keep using your credit card, even though the statement is printed maybe mid month, right? So, so you technically only have to pay the statement balance to avoid interest. Okay. You would only have to pay that one and you can get away with paying it. Like you have to pay at least that. Okay. You have to pay at least your statement balance. Now, here's the thing. If you're young and this, your intention is to build great credit with a credit card, you should pay current balances. You have to pay current balances. You should pay it to reduce your credit card balance. Try to get it to zero. Try to get it very, very, very low. Okay. Each billing cycle. This is a great way to build credit. This is the fastest way to build credit. Get your balance down to zero and get it down to zero consistently. Okay. You can always pay more than your statement balance. Okay. And it's a great idea. If you have extra cash and you know, your, your balance is kind of high, put the cash in there, shovel it in there, right? It, it, it's not a bad idea at all. Okay. The other thing, don't be afraid to play with your credit limit. Okay. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to change your credit limit. So change it to an amount. You can change it. You can lower it. Usually, it's 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 pretty high, and you won't be able to pay it all off. But I like to change to my, I change mine to an amount that even if I maxed it out every single month, I would still have money left over for my paycheck. That's just the way it is. I change my credit limit to like my insurance goes through my credit card. A lot of things go through my credit card, but I, I account for that. And then whatever the spending money is, I cut it off right there. Every month, even if I max it out, which I try not to, but even if I max it out, I'll be able to pay it, and I'll be able to pay it just fine. And I'll still have money left over. That is a great idea, especially if you're young and you really aren't buying much shit. Change your credit limit to something lower than it actually is. Okay. The other thing, 
Track your purchases. So it's super easy to tap a credit card and feel like you spent like zero money. Um, but keep track of what you buy, right? Keep track of what you buy and compare it to your statements. Uh, if there's anything at, in, like out of place at all, contact your provider immediately. Like seriously, like sometimes if you have big purchases, keep your receipts. Make sure the amounts are good. Um, compare it right, at your monthly statement. Compare it. Make sure that you're paying the right amount. Sometimes they overcharge you, and some, most people don't notice. Like make sure you charge. Like you do that. Track your purchases. Also. Track your purchases. You can track your spending habits. Maybe cut down on some places where you don't need to be spending so much. And it's just it's good all, all around. So make sure you keep you have an idea of what kind of stuff you're buying. Okay. Here's the last one. This is a huge rule. Huge rule to make sure that you stay afloat. Your account balance. So that's your checking your savings. Your account balance in total should always be greater than your card balance. Always, 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 always. At all times. Okay. At all times, your account balance has to be. Ex- exceeding the value of your card balance. That way, if anything goes wrong and you right and, and and you don't make money all of a sudden, you can funnel the cash in and you won't be in debt at least. That is something that you absolutely must, you have to do. That is the golden rule there. Your account balance greater than your card balance. There is a difference between buying shit on credit that you can't pay for and buying shit on credit that you have money to pay off with, right? It's just another step where you can use to build your credit. There's a big difference there. Okay, I'll say that again. There is a big difference between buying shit on credit that you can't afford and buying shit on credit that you have the money for. There's a big difference there. So account balance greater than your card balance, period. That's it. That is it. All right. All right. So now you're probably thinking, this is a lot of trouble. Do I even need to get a credit card? No, you don't. You don't have to get a credit card. Uh, And you have plenty of time to build credit. People are going to be like, oh, once you're 18, get a credit card, start building your credit. They're not wrong. But at the same time, if you think that getting a credit card, the only thing that's going to do is get you into trouble, then don't get one, right? Wait a little bit. There are benefits and as long as you use it wisely and you know, as lo- you, you're, you're going to be fine most of the time. But if you think that um, my spending habits are really shitty, I can't really do this, I can't, you know, then don't, right? Don't force yourself. Just because everybody gets a credit card and you still got your debit card, don't worry about it, okay? Uh, it's better that you take a few years longer to build your credit than have shitty credit because you can't pay off your credit card, right? So that is it. Uh, my camera cut out like 14 times this recording and I'm actually kind of mad. Um... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the battery or anything like that, but you know, it's, you know, it's an EOS 7D, so it's not meant for video recording, but you know, whatever. Um, that is it. That's, that's, that's it for personal ep- for personal finance episode uh, two. I mean, if you have any questions or any, you know, want to add any comments, you know, be sure to send me a DM on Instagram at the professional teen. Uh, again, you can follow us there. Um, I mean, there's nothing realistically else to say. Uh, I I hope you enjoyed the episode, I guess. Um, You know, I'm kind of, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just personal finance is one of those things that you just got to talk about eventually. And I figure it's nice to have someone on in your corner helping you out. And that's kind of what this series is meant to be. Um, Yeah. Got any questions? DM me on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, Episodes drop every Monday. And then, you know, clips are released throughout the week. Thank you so much for listening to The Professional Teen. I will talk to you guys next week, hopefully with Gris or another guest, potentially. Um, Gris, you're a bitch if you're listening. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Fuck off.